Storm Bowling Products, the Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast is Kayla Bandy. Kayla is a women's bowling coach at the University of Maryland Eastern Shore. Kayla, it's Tim Berg and Coach K. Steve Klempkin here. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, Kayla, so I, I want to begin this interview by asking, the team just went away for break. You're the head coach of the women's team. They're at University of Maryland Eastern Shore. So what are some of your things that you ask the girls to do while they're on break, and how do, how do you approach that with the team? Uh, yeah, we had a, so we had a really good start to the season. So um, with the exceptional start, going into break, it was really important that we had uh, a conversation about how did we get to this point and the work that we kind of put in to get here throughout the first part of the season. And I think we all understand as a unit that going into the break that the same work that we put in um, in preseason and the first few months of the season, that same work ethic needs to go into the winter break. So it's kind of wherever the girls want to go in second semester, they're expected to kind of put that work in on their own uh, over winter break because NCAA rules kind of um, delineate limit the work that you can do with your student athletes when school is not in session. So a bunch of the girls are competing over the winter break in their respective team trials. So they've got several things to kind of stay sharp for, if you will. So we prepared their equipment going into the winter break to kind of have a few fresh pieces. Uh, Storm and Rodegrip had some really cool releases here lately. So we drilled a few new pieces for them to compete in their events and, um, they're ready to get after it when they get home. It's always fun to have new equipment. I mean, whether, you know, it doesn't matter, like you said, the, the new pieces, whether you're like, you get a new uh, yeah. test ball and R and D or something that has a new weight block or new cover stock, or even, even a ball you like that just is uh, maybe right. it's a different layout or something that you haven't used before. There, it's, it's never, it never gets old, does it? Right. Exactly. And see, okay. So with us at the collegiate level, a lot of the patterns that we bowl on collegiately will break down really, really fast. So from tournament to tournament, we're only taking five to six bowling balls. So when we take those bowling balls, we have to drill pretty strategically for the way that the patterns are going to transition. And it's usually, I mean, move predominantly left by, you know, third or fourth match, third or fourth match of the day. So when they're going into winter break, they're going into tournaments where they're going to be bowling on a multitude of patterns at these different comp- competitions that they're going to see a lot of different things. So I kind of feel obligated as um, their mentor to have them ready. And so the different pieces that we're kind of putting into their bag in winter break is to kind of give them some fresh looks on kind of a, you know, a bunch of different patterns, because again, you know, we're drilling things for a specific thing during the collegiate season, not per se, you know, going to a tournament where they're going to see eight different patterns in a couple of days. And when it comes to bowling team trials and such, how do you handle that <laughs> with either encouraging or saying maybe you should work on a few things, I guess, and you know, as a, yeah. you know, you don't want them to, you don't want them to come away discouraged, but then you probably right. have some athletes that are really ready and, and probably can compete at that level. Yeah. a lot. So a lot of the girls, what we've been working on pretty extensively uh, this season is, 
basically treating every competition the same. And I think that um, with that age group, when they go into those team trial events, they put a lot of pressure on themselves and, you know, try to recreate the system and think that it's a different preparation scheme, if you will, to get ready for the tournament when really it's just the same as collegiate bowling. It's just, you don't have, you know, a set of eyes behind you every shot and you don't have seven other teammates standing behind you, encouraging you from shot to shot, but the shot making you still have to make. Um, so we've just really been working on keeping it simple and, um, when they go home, prepare for these events just like you would a collegiate event and do your thing. And, you know, everybody, again, we had a really great start to the season. The girls are in such a good place physically right now that um, they're trying to make, trying to get them to really buy into where they're at physically and know that if they go out there and give it their all, and that's what the win is. It's not particularly, obviously they all want to, wear their colors on their back and go and compete internationally with their respective countries. But it's more about understanding where they're at physically and uh, doing those things correctly, if you will. You mentioned they're in a good spot as far as their physical games and stuff go. What do you think are the keys uh, to having a a solid physical game? Is it, do you relate more with swing or or timing or footwork or a little bit of everything? What, what do you, what do you focus on Well, I think each program kind of has their own thing that they kind of develop and go with. Uh, This is my seventh season, and I will tell you that this is the first season that I felt like I um, really knew what I was doing because it takes you a while to figure out (laughs) all of those things that you just said. Like, what is your system that you want to really, you know, get your program to um, shape itself around? So I studied a lot of successful coaches and what they've done with their programs, um, notably Bill Schraub. So Schraub is that, you know, the system that he created at Nebraska, you question, a lot of people question, like, why does he do certain things with these players' physical games and so on? Well, when you really study it, uh, in collegiate bowling, you've got to be able to coach five different student-athletes and get them in, you know, the same respective part of the lane to be successful. That's what you have to do. And so just kind of studying the different ways that they implemented those things. Uh, I really went to it the summer getting ready for the season. And I decided that, um, again, kind of the going with the same running parallel to the mental game thing. Um, physically, we're going to keep it simple this season. And uh, there's a lot of things that you can, that people think are just silly, but, you know, working on stabilizing your uh, left arm, your left shoulder, that just that simple little thing can work out, you know, a timing issue mm-hmm. or just bring so much consistency to posting shots at the foul line. You can't just work on those things like one day. Like those are like things that you have to develop over time. So um, mm-hmm. really this season we've been working on just doing the small things correctly and then um, developing other things, you know, other things along the way, if that makes any sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Kayla, what would you say then you've learned over your seven years as coaching? What's one of the bigger things you've, you've taken away from your, your coaching? Oh, my goodness. We only have 15 to 20 minutes here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, it's been an adventure. I will say that I came into this uh, pretty young, and I, again, these this big idea, grand idea that this is all how it's going to work, and you're going to do this, you're going to do that. And I learned over the seven years that you just have to roll with it. Whatever happens, embrace it. Each year it's going to be different. Um, The group is going to bring a different 
you know, level of talent. They're going to bring a different um, type of team chemistry. And this year, we're just kind of I, – I've finally, like, found my footing to just roll with it and be patient with the student-athletes. They've got, you know, tons of time um, – obligations being a student athlete so you know i used to think well why haven't they been in here every single day well it's because they're in the classroom and they're doing their study all hours um so really it's just being patient and again keeping it simple like it's okay like you don't have to like recreate all these physical games coming in to your program just tune up the things that are easy to fix and then develop the student athletes over time and you mentioned earlier that, you know, there was uh, some uh, limitations to, you know, being able to work with the students when they're outside of the classroom with the NCA guidelines right. and that. What, what kind of considerations do you think somebody has to make when they're a young player and they're trying to determine, you know, do I want to go uh, to a program that, that is the NCA uh, program or do I want to go a different route? What do you think are the key things to consider there when looking at kind of pros and cons between that kind of stuff? Right. I just think that it's important that the student athlete does their research and kind of knows um, what they're looking for. I don't think that it's always what they think that they're looking for is what they actually need, but they'll figure that out as they um, go through the recruiting process and take a peek at, take a gander at a couple of different programs, but each program structured differently. Um, some of them have more time obligations to the academic side of it. Some have more obligations to the athletic side of it. I think the student athlete just needs to do their research and look for programs that are pretty structured. Uh, there's lots of programs out there that can provide the resources that they need academically um, through their athletic department. So, you know, there'll be study hall hours involved and um, mm. whatever their major is, making sure that um, the program that they're looking at has uh the tools that they need to get things done in the classroom. Because again, time, they run out of time throughout the week, balancing the two. So um, it's mm -hmm. finding a program, talking to the students and finding out maybe what a week looks like for them and seeing if they can handle it. Kayla, what advice do you have for that high school player listening to the podcast as far as choosing a college? Oh goodness. Um, keep an open mind, get to know the students the student athletes in the program, um, find their place where they fit in. I, you know, a lot of programs have tons of things to offer athletically. Um, it's just, you spend most of your time as a student with your fellow students. So you've got to love the people that you're, um, going to be surrounded with every day. So I think the most important thing for high school students to understand is, um, you've got to go and visit these places. You've got to get to know the students. You've got to get to know the coaching style um, of the coach. All of those, th those two things are most important because you're going to be spending a lot of time with your bowling family at the college level. And a lot of time that produces a lot of great memories. I mean, bowling in college, uh, you know, right. people always ask like, Hey, what's the, you know, what's one of the, you know, best things you could recommend or, or best tips and, you know, for me, bowling in college is, you know, undoubtedly one of those things. I mean, you're going to create some friendships and some bonds that are going to last a lifetime, but you're also going to learn about your game and yourself and improve right. as a bowler. And, you know, there's just, there's just so much that college bowling has to offer. I just think it's, it's fantastic. Right. Yeah. I mean, these are the people that are going to be in your weddings. These are the people that, you know, you're going to mm -hmm. be chatting on the, sending Christmas presents to across the country coming up on the holiday season. I mean, these are the people that are going to be your lifers. So 
you've got to make sure that that place is where you want to be because it's going to be the time of your life that, again, you know, we remember our college days like it was yesterday. So you mentioned uh, working on mental game with the athletes. What is your thought on that and how do you do that? And then how do you do that even when you take your freshmen that are just, you know, the incoming freshmen and your younger students versus the upperclassmen? Right. So uh, we, you know, this is going to sound absolutely terrible, but my best advice and where I'm at with my own professional career and um, what I found from my experience in working with college athletes is to stop reading the books. <laughs> There's just so much mm. out there that I, I, I know I'm going to take a lot of heat for that, but you know, in my first few years, I did a lot of my teams. We would read a couple of books. We'd usually read one to two books a season. We'd work through that book throughout the season and do different activities. But what I was finding is it just became kind of mechanical in that, you know, we weren't really, we were too busy thinking about what we were thinking about and trying to do the right thing instead of trusting we're all good humans. Um, we're going to kind of evolve in this process together. Um, we throughout, you know, throughout the process of recruiting and being around each other, we, you surround yourself with people who are just as good as you or, or better than you at being a good human, if you will, I hope. So, you know, the books just got too overwhelming to the program and it kind of handicapped us. And I saw that it was really handcuffing the girls into being who they truly were. So I kind of took a step back and then did a lot more um, Dr. Dean activities, if you will, that are more fun and more engaging and not reading a book. This generation is not really receptive to that. Uh, competing professionally, it's the same thing. Like, I spent a whole season this past summer thinking about what I was thinking about instead of just doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so it's just basically getting out of your own way. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of really great books out there that I've read along the way. But, you know, it needs to be like evening reading before you're going to bed, not sitting for an hour and studying and taking notes. Like, read the book. Take in, take from it what you need and let's keep it moving that i think there is some wisdom in that because I, I i can see where you can go through a process maybe where you're analyzing things so much that you feel like you need to know so many things a b c d and e and f before you even get started but you, you have to right. you just got to get started like you got to get going right. and then you can supplement or add to it but don't let the fact that you haven't you know maybe maybe you don't know a topic uh, you know inside and out keep you from the task of just going out and doing it you know like that's the you know, experience is a, is a great knowledge builder too right right exactly yeah it's just too overwhelming um yeah it's just too overwhelming for a student athlete who is overwhelmed by the experience when they're coming away from home they've got academic obligations all week they've got athletic obligations and then you're talking to them about you know these thoughts that they're having why they're having them maybe we should change it a little bit um, you know, then they start thinking that they're a bad person for having these thoughts. It's just, you know, a never-ending circle. <laughs> so, Kayla, you, you're um, curious as to if you've given any thought to your PWBA career when you're not coaching, if you're going to be heading out around the lanes and what we can expect from you uh, next this upcoming year in the PWBA season. Absolutely. I actually just got back from a really cool experience with uh, the Storm staff. Uh, we did a little camp where um, we explored the season coming up. It was a pretty incredible experience for me. Um, 
it was an opportunity for that. It was the first time that we could really embrace that there's several different generations and on the PWBA staff. And, mm. uh, you know, you got your veteran Hall of Famers, then you have the generation, you know, in their 30s, upper 20s. Then you have the generation that's kind of like right out of college. And so it was an opportunity to really, like, get to know one another, uh, study each other's games. Like, it wasn't like, a, okay, let's watch Kelly Kulik and see, you know, the specific thing that she's doing right and let's all do that. It was more of, you know, just watching each other bowl for, you know, two days and, you know, wow, she really does that really nicely. Maybe I should try that or, you know, implement different things into our game, get to know the bowling balls. And it's just really the tour staff that's going to be with us this summer. It was a cool opportunity to work on how we're going to communicate this summer. Um, it just really made you feel, made us all feel really comfortable about where we're going this summer. Uh, I was incredibly humbled by the opportunity to even be a part of the experience, but uh, it just really lit the flame for the summer. It's December and we're already getting ready, which uh, just the, the planning on the staff's behalf uh, is pretty awesome. You know, we're not just at the bowling center every day practicing at home. Like we're actually getting ready for the tour season. So um, I'm excited for the tour season to start. Uh, I expect great things to come. All right. Well, well, we'll be rooting for you and keep an eye on you this summer, but uh, best of luck for the, the second half of the season. And the uh, same thing goes Thank as well for the team. We'll be, we'll be cheering you on from Utah. And uh, oh, thanks, thanks for making some time and chatting with us today, Kayla. Oh, absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it.